definitely a, a fresh start, something I needed. Um, uh, it was it was time for me to make a change, and I'm, I'm glad I ended up here. We got a really, really good chance. Uh, all the Super Bowl teams I played on felt just like this, similar. Can you now, two weeks or three weeks removed from Seattle, tell us what you said to Pete Carroll <laughs> after Marlon scooped and scored? No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Welcome into the lounge. I said it would be a big win. And it was a bigger win than I even said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was... Where do you rank that in terms of regular season wins over the past, since the Super Bowl? Regular season wins Hmm. since the Super Bowl. Beating the Browns in Week 17 to clinch the AFC North was a big one. I I still put that last year's win over the Browns over this one because it truly locked up the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, that run last year was incredible at the end of the year. And uh, the way that game played out, that game was unreal. So I'll say that was bigger. But we might look back on this game at, at season's end yeah, and say, oh, wow, that's when we found out the Ravens were special. Especially if the Ravens find themselves, say, in a tie with the Patriots for first place in the AFC standings for home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Ooh, How about that one? They did. <laughs> I like it. Well, it, I, and I, I will say this, though, too, and I've said it, a couple of times, I thought that the atmosphere and the overall game day environment for that day, start to finish, was actually better than both the playoff game last year and the Browns game. The Browns game, the playoff game last year, you know, the, the team fell behind so early that it just kind of oh, took, took the, the air out of yeah. place. Um, but the Browns game, it was almost like more of a nervous energy because it was like, don't let us lose again. You know, it was, you're thinking back to 2017. It's like, there it was like a nervous energy in the house uh, where this time. Well, to me, but I don't know, because we jumped out on them pretty good. And it, that uh, MNC was rocking that. No, it was too. rocking. It was loud. It was rocking. And uh, for sure. But I just felt like there was still like this nervousness. Well, in the when air. they're driving down, yeah, on the final drive, for sure, it was nervous. I was like, oh boy, when Brashad Perriman was scoring touchdowns, yeah, and on the last drive making plays, I was like, oh god, no, yeah. That's kind of how I always tell people how I felt in the Super Bowl was like it felt awesome, but I was so nervous mm-hmm. that I couldn't fully enjoy it because I was just like. Oh my God, we're about to lose this after the blackout. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be honest, there was definitely nervousness on Sunday too. Uh, that oh, second sure. third quarter, you know, when oh, you're up seventeen nothing and it's seventeen fourteen, it's like chip, 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 but then, away. But then we just stepped on, pedal the metal, stepped on them down the stretch. Baby. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. It was fun at the end. It's always fun when you have a, a, an end of a game situation where you're in victory formation and the guys are taking pictures on the bench and yep. having a great time. That yep. was an awesome finish to that game. What's fun about it, too, is uh, just as a non-player, like it being on primetime, the whole country watching such a important win. I mean, next day, you know, walking with my kids to the park and, you know, Several people from my neighborhood, hey, driving yeah. by, roll down the window, hey, big win, that was pretty cool. You know, so many people in my neighborhood have just stopped me who I barely talked to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The text and all that stuff, you definitely, more of that on a primetime game against the Patriots. So it's cool. Let's start there with this question from uh, Brandon Adair, which you, as always, you guys can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Here's the question from Brandon. Hello, Ravens Lounge. It's Brandon from Seattle. Happy birthday, Garrett. 
or belated birthday when you, whenever you get this. That's not a gigantic win. That is a big win over the past this weekend. What are you guys' thoughts on the game? And since it was Halloween last week, that means it's holiday season now. What is your favorite guy? What is your favorite drink? And you guys should have a seasonal drink draft with Clifton. Have a great week. Go Ravens. Well, thanks, Brandon. Also, I appreciate the birthday wish. You know, very nice. Very nice birthday gifts with that. Happy win. belated birthday. Appreciate Garrett. it. I'll give it to you too. I give Brandon credit for knowing my birthday. That's, he must be a final drive watcher. He must be. Uh, I give him credit for that. Um, so, or he's a stalker. Yeah, one of those two. No. <laughs> Um, I also love his idea of uh, the holiday drink draft. I like that idea a it's lot. A good one. I think that's, that's the best one we've heard idea. in a while. I mean, you can put hot chocolate on there. Um, there's a lot of eggnog you could throw on there. There's a lot of good things. Pumpkin beer has got to be on the list. I know it's not like Thanksgiving Christmas drink, uh, but it's, I mean, come on. It has to be on the list. If we're talking best drinks. Let's table this discussion. Halloween's I think we made you like a holiday. We it made, is a holiday. We right? made do. Yeah, but. We made, like, uh, you just get, Fourth of July is a holiday. You just can't throw out every holiday. Well, but it's this holiday season. I, uh, would, I would still count late Halloween? October as holiday season. It's the holiday season? I'm extending it. <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so, anyway, we'll, we'll table that discussion. Maybe we'll do that, that draft next week. Um, we're already talking about the win. Um, yeah, like I said, I think this was, I mean, the, the, the Ravens' wins over the Patriots and over the Seahawks, I think, are the two best wins on the NFL schedule this year for any team. Like, wow. The, the, uh, that two-game, if you can find me a team with two better wins than that. In a row? Well, just or combined. Just, combined in a season. Against the Patriots. Yeah. So there's, there's one team that's beating the Patriots. That's the Ravens. And then there's, uh, you know, beating Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. I, I don't think I there's agree. a better two-game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know everybody's schedule, but yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think of one yeah. for sure. Uh, so anyway, with that said, we're going to jump into our interview with one of the stars of the win against the Patriots, safety Earl Thomas the Third. Earl, I got to start with this because I thought it was really funny from Sunday's game uh, when you high five Tom Brady after you nearly sacked. He he escaped with his life barely. He <laughs> threw that to nobody. But you get up and you are just like feeling it and reach out your hand and get a high five from Tom right after hitting him. Can you just? Take us through that play. Yeah, that was just uh, just in a moment, excited, full of energy. And I, I know I smacked his hand hard. <laughs> I know you did get it pretty hard. Did he? He didn't. I yeah, didn't see yeah. him shake it really. You know, uh, you're a quarterback. You're an NFL player. You can't really show that. Well, he, he played it cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you think there for a second I might get my first career sack on Tom Brady? Yeah, I, I knew I had a shot when I came free. And I tried to dive, and he, he threw it away. I, I mean, I guess it, it shouldn't be that weird because, you know, you've been like a playmaking center fielder your entire career. But no sacks just feels weird to me. Like, when I look right. at that stat line for Earl Thomas, I'm like, but the first time I heard it, I was like, no, right. no. Yeah. How weird. How I, know you want, I know you want right. one, too. Yeah, I definitely want one. Um, I've, I've been close so many times, maybe over 30 times. Quarterbacks always just throw it away. <laughs> They, they can hear you coming or sense it or something. So. <laughs> you think you're going to get one by season's end? 
If you're a betting man. I, I, yeah, I, I know I'll get one for sure. Especially with my role in the defense, I'll get one. Well, right. It seems like every week there's like one that you're just like inches away from. So that's, I think it's... That's how it's been. Yeah. And I remember actually after like week two talking to you and you were saying like, I need a sack. I need a sack. And so I think we're getting closer. It's going to happen. Maybe this week. <laughs> so so after Sunday's game, I asked you how it felt to pick off the GOAT Tom Brady and you said... I said it wasn't my first time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. When was the last time? Do you remember? I went back uh, and looked it up. 2000, was it 12? I think it was 2012. They came to uh, Seattle, and uh, we ended up winning the game, and I caught a pick. Mm-hmm. Can you recall the play? Like, Do you have one of those memories? It was, in a, it was in the red zone, okay. um, and I, I, he tried to go across the middle to either, was it Wes Welker? Yeah, him or, uh, yeah, it had to be Wes. And I just picked it, and... Got maybe 30, 30 yards. Uh, if I could have did it again, though, I could have had a pick six. Mm-hmm. But Tom, he kind of – I didn't know. Like, once you catch a pick, he'll just kind of, like, dive at you, not really trying to tackle you. Mm-hmm. He's trying to make you cut back. Mm-hmm. All I had to do was just kind of just hurdle him and just keep going. I just kind of cut back against the grain. I got tackled. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was. I thought there for a second you were saying Tom tackled you. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm curious. Obviously, the game on Sunday was such a big emotional win. Uh, it felt like uh, one of the most you know significant games uh, that we've had here in, in years. But for you, what felt better, the win on Sunday or the win in Seattle the week before? Uh, the win on Sunday. Uh, really? Yeah, because I, I got I got I got through it. I got I got the game ball in Seattle. You know, that was over, but this was the next big game. And, you know, it was a statement game for us, too, going forward in the playoffs as well when we get to see him again, because I'm sure we'll probably see him again. What, was it? Was the trip to Seattle kind of, like, almost tough? Because, like, it's an emotional thing as you're going into that. Was that a challenging? No, it was It was mostly our love, really. I was I was very familiar. I felt like I was still at home once, once I was there. Um, got off the plane, got to the hotel. Fans were there. Signed, I just signed some autographs. Uh, once I got on the f- to the field, uh, fans still showed me love. I got to see some of my old teammates. It was cool. Yeah, no, it, it, I can vouch for that. Basically, from the time you walked out, there were fans, both Seahawks and Ravens fans, that kind of lined our tunnel. And, and when Earl made his, and a lot of cameras, uh, when you made your first, you know, <laughs> yeah. tried out there for warm-ups, it was, it was a pretty unique embrace. I, I haven't been with you, obviously, that long or worked with you that long, but at no point have I seen you anywhere as close to as happy as you looked when you were running across the field after the final whistle blew in Seattle? Has, has that emotion, that happiness, uh, you know, how will you look back on that? And uh, is that, st- you kind of still feeling it from that? Well, uh, man, uh, you know, I, I feel like since Marcus caught his pick, you know, this whole season has been changed for us. Wow. But uh, just leaving the field with the victory, my teammates, Telling me all week that they 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 gonna have my back and we're gonna win a game, and we actually go out there and do it. Uh, it definitely made me you know feel really really good, made us stronger. Uh, something I'll never forget. It's interesting you say Marcus's pick. Do you feel like that could be if if we're look, we're writing the story of the Ravens in in February, let's say that that could be a moment, a key moment of the season. Yeah, that's definitely a key moment. We always talk about it, and uh, Coach Robs always makes sure he reminds us of that was like that was the play that kind of. Gave us the momentum, and um, the rest is history. Interesting. Why does he remind? Like, just as a reminder that like one play can turn things. Yeah, and it was just it was just truthful. It was facts, and it's that's what really happened. So you, you never want to lose sight of how you got there, and that, that was part of it. It's interesting to hear you talk about you know 
guys said they were going to have your back, and then they won, and that kind of proved that you seem like a guy who's all all about loyalty, right? And and what did that, the emotions of that, them having your back, like did that finally kind of cement for you, like all right, I'm where I'm supposed to be, like it feels great to be a Raven, like you know how much did that help your bond with your teammates? Yeah, I, I think the bonding um, comes in when you're on the sideline cheering for you know a big run by Lamar. Or, a big catch by Hollywood or Mark, Gus, somebody making a big play on offense or, or a crucial first down that, that keeps you on the sideline and rested. Uh, like within that, uh, I guess you can call it chilly, you know, just cheering your team on, you, you start to have build that more respect for that guy or the offense in general. Mm. Speaking, speaking of loyalty, can you now <laughs> two weeks or three weeks removed from Seattle tell us what you said to Pete Carroll <laughs> after Marlon scooped and scored? <laughs> No, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I had to try. <laughs> in all honesty, in terms of the teammate thing that Ryan's talking about, it seems to me like over the past, let's say, month to six weeks, you just seem so much closer with these guys, and I think that probably comes with time. Like, it just seems like there has been kind of this shared bond that has grown significantly from what I've seen over the past, you know, month, month and a half. Yeah, yeah, we we, we, we got the right group. We got the right nucleus, and it's, and it's coming together really well. And the communication is getting better. We're, 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 we're understanding where each other's at. Uh, Wink is putting us in great positions. Uh, we're, we're having great um, uh, communication from players to coaches. And uh, we're just starting to understand each other as a group. Do you, do you feel like for you, you talked about when you first got here, but that now that you're in it, do you feel like it was a fresh start for you? Um, and, and was that something that was good for you like at this point in your career? Yeah, it, it was definitely a, a fresh start, something I needed. Um uh, it was it was time for me to make a change, and I'm I'm glad I ended up here. Has it been? What's the transition been like from a big picture standpoint? There's the football stuff, and you're learning the defense, and you're getting to know your new teammates. But you're going from the West Coast to the East Coast. Like, there's a lot of like personal stuff that I would imagine make with it, a family. You got yeah. a family. I mean, I feel like it's probably off the field, probably yeah. challenging too. Yeah, yeah, but my family kind of understands. Like, once I make my mind up about something, is let's go. And <clears throat> we just got the kids in school. I uh, got my little ones in daycare, and, you know, my wife, she still get to move how she want to move, so it's all good. Good. Well, how's Baltimore been like for you? I mean, you th- and you thought you were like, all right, well, maybe Dallas, then uh, it's probably going to be KC now. Oh, out of nowhere, Baltimore. Like, uh, what's it been like just adjusting to the city? It's been good. It's been really good. Um, the city's been treating me really well. I uh, haven't had any problems at all. Uh, just been straight, straight love. I uh, got to chop it up with Ed. Um you know, just Ozzy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's so much um, his, historic when you think of uh, Baltimore. And I'm just, you know, trying to be the next best safety. So when the next guy comes around, I can kind of do what Ed's been doing for me. Yeah, what, what's that been like? Your relationship with Ed? It's been it's been really good. It's been really good. It's been really helpful. A lot, lot of valuable information. Uh, even in the game, he had some critiques as well. During the game? Yeah, during the game. Uh, <laughs> like, well, how did that go down? <laughs> yeah, he, he was just telling me, you know, um, don't um, sacrifice uh, disguise for you to get the right depth. Like, basically saying, you, sometimes you got to deepen up. You can't challenge everything, but I'm bullheaded. <laughs> but I still did it. You still did it? <laughs> yeah. Wait, so what, did you follow Ed's advice on the pick? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good well, question. I was deep. 
You were so, very so deep. Got to get a credit to Ed for that one. Oh, all right. Ed's still getting partial picks. Got to get partial picks. <laughs> yeah, he gets half credit for that one. <laughs> so have you, have you, like, outside of the game, have you had, like, lengthier conversations with him? Like, is there a relationship actually forming there? Yeah, so I, 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 I actually invited, well, I try to invite myself whenever he decides to go <laughs> to play some blackjack at the okay. casino. Uh, he said that's one of his favorite games and it's mine, too, so that would be cool. Uh-huh. Okay. You, do you smoke cigars? Because you better be ready with that. Oh, yeah. I, of course I'm going to smoke a cigar with Ed. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on a cigar company, so yeah. he'll have his own brand here uh, pretty soon. The, you know, the, the game on Sunday was so cool because you had Ed there, you had Ray there, you had you had Ozzy there. Just the whole experience seemed like uh, – there was, like, legends in the house, and you talked about that after the game. What was the atmosphere like for you watching there and being part of that game? Yeah, it was it – was, you could just feel it, you know. You could feel it from the crowd. Uh, you could feel it every time we score, and they they start flashing lights. That was pretty cool. I'm, I'm they need to keep that up, <laughs> right? Like if the whole stadium goes dark, then the lights come on and the music is playing. Yeah, it's cool. Intros is fire. Everything was really good. You've uh, everyone knows. I think people think of Seattle as probably one of the loudest. How did MT compare on Sunday? It was just like it was in Seattle. Like it was loud. You couldn't really hear anything, and you just felt it. It it kind of carried us through the game. Awesome. So we're we're halfway through the season now. How do you kind of evaluate your experience so far? If if you step back, you know, including on the field, just kind of if somebody says, "Hey, how's it going so far?" You know, what would you tell that person? I would say so far it's going really well. Um, but it's it's a marathon. You just take your time day by day, um, getting your routine, study your butt off. Once you're on the football field, communicate really well, get your positioning right, and then on Sunday let it rip. You've you've been pretty candid, I feel like, from the beginning about the adjustment to this defense and and the challenges that that was because it was a diff it is a very different defense than you played in Seattle. How comfortable do you feel now? And do you feel more at liberty to kind of do some of that disguising that you were talking about with Ed? Yeah, yeah, uh, I I feel really really good to kind of just play my game, but the biggest thing is just keep understanding terminology uh, based on what, what's being called. And once I get that done, I'm, I'm, I can be able to communicate to my guys around me uh, instead of having to, have, having to depend on Tony early and then Chuck coming in. Uh, I'm able to communicate without depending on those guys. How weird is that for you? I mean, given all you've done in your career, you know, potential Hall of Famer down the line, and you're having to go, hey, can you help me out on this? You know what I mean? Like, that's got to be a weird feeling. It's not in a game. When, <laughs> so put my pride to the side. If I'm not sure about something, I'm going to ask. Yeah, yeah. How much? How eager were you to get that pick on Sunday? It felt good. So the 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 first one I got mouse. I the ball was coming. I thought I had one, and running back came over my head mm-hmm. and caught it. Uh, but once I caught that pick, all that I stopped worrying about. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny because I did the the post game interview with 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 you, and it's not often that a guy brings up a point of the game that you're not happy about. But it clearly that the Moss play uh, yeah. against James White was one that you were still fired up about. It was just kind of a funny moment after the game. Yeah, then I saw it on top ten sports. Uh, ESPN. Right. Oh. I'm like, dang, I'm, I'm number nine. It's- <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, one thing I've noticed in the locker room. It seems like you and Marshall Yonder are pretty tight. Is that the veteran connection? Uh, I, I don't know if it's the veteran connection. I, I know I respect I respect the hell out of him. I respect the way he plays the game. And then the conversation just comes. Um, my daughter uh, came home and started talking about this this um, young lady or little girl that she met named Libby. Like, what's Libby's uh, last name? She's like, uh, Yonda. Um, I was like, oh, yeah, that's Marsh. So I start. <laughs> oh, cool. So now I can come to work and 
tell him like, oh, Libby said this. Mm-hmm. And that's how that kind of started to grow. That's cool. I mean, it's it's generally like a very young group, I feel like. You you're step in and like you're the elder statesman of the group. And they're all like on social media and all that stuff. And you don't seem like you're a big social media guy. I actually love IG. I, okay. I, I post, okay. you know, I, if I got something to post, I'm going to post. Right. Yeah, and you do have, you do have some good style. Like you are a stylish dresser. So <laughs> IG is a good <laughs> avenue for you. I feel right, like. Right. You're right. <laughs> Where'd you get your style from? Is that your dad? Uh, my dad is tacky. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't get it from him. <laughs> it's just something I picked up along the way. Nice, I like it. So, uh, you know, talking football more, What this defense, obviously the transformation from KC in the Cleveland game, you know, everybody was down in the dumps. Uh, since then, it's been a total reversal. If you were pointing to one thing on this defense that's really spurred that change, what would you say? I would say we've been stopping a run. Um, that's That's been... I think that stood out the most. Uh, I think when we played Cleveland, we Chubb, he had a great day on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Kansas City, uh, they had some big runs on on us as well. Uh, so we've been doing really good in the front. Our front seven is stopping the run. That's That's been a big turning point. And then we added Marcus Peters too. And that one piece changed us a lot as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of optimism after the last two wins. I think everyone, you know, we like to put the cart before the horse and look down the road and think about, you know, we're making dinner reservations in Miami right now. For <laughs> the first if you have any restaurants, <laughs> we're all of course. Yeah. We're making our reservations right now. So you've, you've been to two Super Bowls. You won one. Do you get a sense at all, like, is this a team that you feel like has the, could, could do it? Like, do you feel like this is a team that could do it? We definitely got a chance. We got, we got a really, really good chance. Like all the teams that I've been on and played on the Super, uh, all the Super Bowl teams I played on, felt just like this, similar. So, and and we we were really strong in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Do you truly get a sense? Like, were there teams that you've been on where you felt like, oh, this could be a Super Bowl team, and you and you were wrong? Like, do you? I'm just trying to gauge how much I should. You <laughs> I'm know, not, I'm not about to just jump on and say, oh, we got re- we, Super Bowl. Of course, that's the goal every year, but you got you start to see like I don't know, but I'm I'm really really sure. Nice. I like that. Come on. It's from Earl, man. Earl doesn't just fluff sure. stuff. I know. Man. He tells he's, straight. he's a straight shooter. Straight shooter. Exactly. So how, how sweet would it be, though, to uh, get there on the back of the Patriots, considering the one you lost, I hate to bring it up, brutal fashion, right? Marshawn Lynch, all that stuff, was against the Patriots. How much would it be sweet to be like, all right, we're going to the Super Bowl, and you said it already. You expect a rematch with the Patriots. Yeah, I, I did say it, but it could be anybody. <laughs> I, I did, uh, it could be anybody. Um but definitely, we want to get that game again. Uh, Lamar Jackson, I feel like you've uh, become one of his uh, bigger, more outspoken supporters. Said it, MVP. I really mean it. So, got to ask you a question. Why does Lamar Jackson deserve to be the MVP over your friend and former teammate, Russell Wilson? And keep in mind, Russell listens to this podcast all the time. Well, if I think of some facts, so head-to-head, he beat Russ in uh-huh. Seattle. Um then he came back and beat Tom Brady. That was mm-hmm. that was a matchup Truth. as well. Um, and I, I just feel like he's hot right now, and he has a better defense on his side. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Earl, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on the pod. We'll right. drop it at that. All, All right, thank you, man. Appreciate me. it. Yep. All right. Well, good stuff from Earl. We did. We had him cracking a smile a couple times. I would say several. You're also pretty pretty serious, dude, as listeners can probably tell, direct to the point.
Yeah, I like no that. nonsense. No nonsense. I like. Well, I'm all about. You're nonsense. all the, I'm the all issue nonsense. is that you're all nonsense. I'm all 100 nonsense. Never to the point. Nonsense. <laughs> but I like Earl. We get along well. I, yeah. I, I like Earl. So we did have a few smiles there. This is why we got to get the camera in here. Mm. I'm telling you, the camera's money. You don't got to convince me. You can see Chad's yawn right now. <laughs> Chad just yawned producing this. I can tell you how interesting this podcast is. Yeah, I'm sure the listeners are doing the same thing. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we've got a couple more emails that we got. As always, you can reach us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Uh, one of these comes from, where's the name here? Jason Pappas. And Jason says, big fan, I've been listening for two to three years now. First time emailer, feeling really good Monday morning after the big win last <laughs> night. I love it. Big win last night in Baltimore versus Patriots. There's two things watching the game uh, besides the obvious. First was the amount of ex-Ravens on the Patriots. There's a bunch. John Simon, who actually I thought played pretty well, like of guys on the edge trying to contain Lamar Jackson, John actually did a decent job. Decent job. John Simon's had a good career since leaving here. Uh, Lawrence Guy, who's had an excellent career since leaving here with the Patriots. He was good here, too. He was. He caught the Baker Mayfield interception in his grill. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Brooks. Which was a uh, a pick, third round pick, I believe. Yeah, third round Didn't pick. really work out here. Bounced to Philadelphia. Yep. Uh, now New England and playing a lot. Uh, Benjamin Watson, great couple years here. And Jermaine Illuminar. You also Illuminar, right? You also missed Justin Bethel, who popped of on course, the Cyrus Jones. Yes. I mean, Justin Bethel was here for seven games, so that's the most recent one. But yeah, exactly. Oh, I was not happy with Justin Bethel, not one bit. <laughs> when he popped on that fumble, <laughs> and he downed one within the five. I know. I was like, come on, man. Um, anyway, second thing that Jason noticed uh, was that there are three MVP candidates as of now, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson. I would also say Christian McCaffrey is very much in the conversation too. Yeah. Uh, since this is a copycat league, do you think this will start an even bigger trend of mobile quarterbacks? And do you think Lamar can keep this pace up all year and win the MVP? He says, believe that. So, in terms of the MVP, I think that if the Ravens go on a really remarkable run, 13-3, and 12-4, then Lamar could win the MVP because huh. I think that he is doing enough and he will have enough good wins on the schedule if they were to go, you know, 12-4 and four at worst yeah. um, to justify winning the MVP. And that buzz, he's squarely in the conversation right now. What I think will hurt him is that the stats, when compared to Russell Wilson, he won't probably have as impressive of, of pure stats from a passing standpoint, certainly, certainly as Russell Wilson. Mm, but Russell take, Wilson won't have the rushing stats He won't either. have the rushing stats, and that'll be the whole conversation. Um, so that's why I think there is a bit of an uphill climb for him to win it this year. I also think, too, there's a little bit of, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes had such a ridiculous season last year from a statistical standpoint. There is sometimes a bit of a get your name in the conversation at some at one year and mm. then maybe win it in another year unless you were just so far and away better than everybody else. Yeah, right. I mean, Russell Wilson's had an incredible year, uh, but like Earl said, Lamar beat him head-to-head. Yeah. That, that, Lamar's going to have a chance to beat Deshaun Watson head-to-head. Yeah. He just beat Tom Brady. Head to head, and yeah, and yeah. and if he goes, if the 49ers are undefeated, and mm-hmm. he beats the 49ers in that defense, yeah, here at MT Bank Stadium, I mean, come on, yeah, no, and again, it, and like I said, I mean, that would mean the Ravens are probably going 12 and four yeah. at worst, and so you need probably to have, I I can't see, uh, I could not see the Ravens being 10 and six, for example, um, I agree, and him well, winning the MVP, 
Yeah. I don't think the Ravens are going to go 10 to 6, but I just right, think that means we're going to go 4 and see what your math four is. 4 <laughs> over the over the last stretch. I right. agree. It, it would be a cooler finish. Yeah. Um so yeah, I, I agree I agree with that. I just I I don't know that I'm agreeing with you though on the whole get your name out there uh and then win it in that following year for Lamar because I think Lamar has taken the league by storm and has become kind of a media darling. Oh, yeah. I, I think because of the way he plays, the highlights, the ankle breakers, all that stuff, like people are on board nationally with Lamar, and it's fun. I was thinking about this the other day. Think about what next offseason is going to be like and how many Lamar clips you're going to see, the mm-hmm. Madden cover talk. I mean, Lamar this year, like he ain't in any commercials. All yeah. you see is Baker Mayfield in commercials. Yeah, yeah. Think about because of how exciting he is to watch in this day and age of high, the highlights day and age, social media, how you know social media guru over here, right. how popular he is, how y- the NFL wants to foster a young fan base. Lamar Jackson is perfect for all of that. He's going to be everywhere oh, this offseason. I totally agree with you on that. I, I mean, He's going to make a lot of money on endorsements. Let's just say that this offseason. I feel like you should go ahead and book him for the cover of Madden next year right Seriously. Now. I mean, seriously. Put, put it down. <laughs> when, when did Michael Vick get on there? Yeah, I don't know ex- exactly what year. I think it was 2004 or so for him. 2003, I thought that was awesome. um, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I think you can go ahead and book him for that if it's if that's something that he wants. Yeah, I mean, he's he is going very to very marketable guy is my point. When they do the Sunday night football intros, <laughs> he's going to be the guy, one of the guys that's in there. He's incredibly marketable. He's also incredibly likable, which I think helps exactly. His case. So, so I wouldn't be shocked, is what I'm saying. No, I, like I in did. a popularity contest, I think Lamar's got a pretty good position in that. Yeah, maybe I mean, not up to Russell Wilson's status yet. Just, Deshaun Watson is also a highly marketable, highly likable yes. guy. There, there's a three great candidates. I feel like every game. The Deshaun Watson plays. You got the press conference clip of him breaking down the defense that well, comes and he gets goes kicked viral. in the eye and throws a game. Exactly, pass. he has a clip pretty he's much got, every game. He's good. That goes too. viral. They're yeah. both. They're all good. Yeah. All right. Last question. This is taking a little longer than I thought. All right. This one's from Kevin Avery, and he says two questions. Gut feel uh, said that the bye week gave us a chance to install a new offense that was much more complex than any previous game, or was it just vastly better execution and only minor new wrinkles? In, you know, yeah. he's saying in what attributed our wins to the Pats. I don't think that the bye week changed all that much. From an, like, I think they, I think they've been changing every week. Yeah, um, and there were some new wrinkles, but it's not like it's not like it was last year switching from Joe to Lamar after the <laughs> right, bye, right. and not even close. Um, so I think it was good execution, good mentality. I think this team was confident going in there that they were going to beat the Patriots. Uh, they were not scared, and they thought they were going to beat them. Not only not scared, but they said. We have a good chance to win this game. Yeah, from an <clears throat> offense standpoint, I think it certainly helped to get Hollywood Brown back. He had some key plays in that game. He only mm-hmm. had three catches, but they were all really big catches, yep. particularly early in the game. Um, so I think that was that was helpful. I, I, I just don't think it was like a, a, wow, they added all these new wrinkles. I think the notion uh, to the question is like, did they hold things back? And then they really went to, into the lab over the bye week and came up with all this crafty stuff to beat the Patriots. They didn't install and yeah, they didn't install a new offense. No. They, they had the entire bye week off practice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they practiced that whole bye week. Yeah. John gave him, he said rest was more important. So, which it clearly was. So. Yes, exactly. Um, um yeah. all right. Second question. Uh, why do I suspect that DeAnthony Thomas, who was a game breaker at Oregon, wasn't signed just to return punts? He was kind of a tweener in a traditional, even Andy Reid traditional, oh, but he could be a Lamar doppelganger in ours. You know, I think, I don't know. Is he going to have an offensive role? Yeah, I would right now guess no. Mm -hmm. I mean, mean, they have Hollywood to do a lot of that stuff. 
Yeah. Like, the offense is the best offense in the league, statistically. <laughs> so it's not like, man, we were needing some electricity on offense. Right. He hasn't really been a major offensive player over the course of his career. He's been more of a special teamer. So do I think that he could potentially get worked in some creative situations? Yeah, I think that there's possibilities for that. But I don't think he's going to come here and all of a sudden be taking 35 snaps on offense. No, I think he'll... He would, I'd be surprised if he got more than three. Yeah, maybe there's uh, like a very creative like role. Something with he and Hollywood on the field at the same time. Potentially. But I'm but, just not even like, you know, I'm not ready for that to go there to, in terms of answering the question to say like, oh man, this guy is going to add a whole new element to this offense. No, I don't think he will. Um, anyway, thank you for the questions, Kevin Avery. And to all those whose questions we read today, you will be getting a lounge T-shirt. I'm already on it. I've already emailed him, Garrett. I can you see you looking you at also, me. You also, I can see your attitude. Have you emailed any of the past questions? Questioners? I'm on it. I want, if you have emailed the show. I just show, told you I'm on it. And we have read your email on the show and you still don't have a T-shirt. Now is the time to email no, us at the lounge. We're not Amazon. sending them to Canada. We can't do it. We can't do international <laughs> And you know shipping. we had a couple of them recently. We can't do international shipping. But if you are a domestic <laughs> listener and Mink is dropping the ball and still hasn't sent you your lounge T-shirt, email the show and let us know. All right. That's fair. That's fair. Thank you for listening. <laughs> uh, by the way, we have a game against the Bengals this week. I'm not worried about a letdown game. I'll just, just co- tossing that out there. I'm not worried about it. I like it. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. I think it's going to be a big win. 